Headquarters to all units. Headquarters to all units. All units stand by for On Patrol with the PPD, airing now on WTBR 89.7 FM. Ah, good morning. It's Friday, September 25th. It's now 9.01 a.m. All right, so yeah. uh, you're listening to uh, On Patrol with the PPD. Uh, your voice uh, is uh, Officer Darren Derby. I have in studio with me uh, my probationer, uh, student. Uh, you're not a student anymore. i got to remember that. So it's Officer Benner, and I keep calling him Brenner, so my apologies to him. <laughs> and uh, Lieutenant Gary Traversa. Good morning, uh, everybody. Happy and Friday. And smart Gary, running the Gary board. Mun. Yes, and, and you, you had a little snafu this morning. I did. I was playing the music again. I kind of liked it. Yeah, that's a nice intro. <laughs> um, so uh, anything? Um, we're we're kind of lost here. Yeah, we were talking we're about lost. a few. Um, you know what, what we could kind of throw out there as news items, and um, it, it, it's a little light. You know what it is? It's so heavy with the political stuff, it's a little light on the other end, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're, but, and and we're, this is not a show to get into uh, no. the political but, stuff going on. But we did uh, mention that a lot of the news is uh, revolving in the county, at least, around uh, the resumption of, at least in most cases, some sort of a hybrid model for school. Yeah, and so... When that's going to happen and and everything revolving around it so we were um took officer benner uh the last couple of days around to some of our uh, elementary schools uh to do building checks and um some uh active threat training type stuff and and a perfect opportunity to do it when the school's kind of uh, less populated and um he actually got to experience some uh live zoom classes so we we stopped into a couple of uh teachers classrooms that were teaching uh their live class and we just hey you know can we can we jump in so it was good to see some familiar faces and um kind of remind them that you know to uh to keep paying attention um as difficult as it is on the computer but um that uh we were here for them and and uh, so it was good to see some of their faces so can you describe that with the teachers in their classrooms with the computer and the, and the, the array of students uh, it, yeah, all I can say is I hope we never have to do that. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know how they do it. Um, I praise them um, up and down um, to stand in front of a computer and to be able to have. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'm taking this as experience of going into a classroom and you have somewhat control. Right. Yeah. So you have physical control of them because they're in your classroom and you can minimize the amount of distractions that are around them. Yeah. But when you're when you're sitting at a computer, you know, or uh, as they say, their Chromebook, which is only like a 10 inch screen, I think. Um, and you have to look at all these tiny little squares and some classes have eight. Some classes I've seen have uh, 15. Um, how do you keep track of them and remember who they are, especially with new students? You know, I, and. Again, I'm not a teacher, so how they remember half of these names is beyond me. Um, normally, I'm sure there's something that they associate with, whether it's um, hair color or you know uh, the, their behavior during the day. They they they're able to associate a name with a face, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it on a computer because you don't have that you know that real. I mean, you have a face to face, but you don't have that in person um, 
uh, ability yeah, to be you able look to do at that, that right? image. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a, it, it takes some of the. Um, there, there's just I don't know. It's the personal the, side of things, the, right? Yeah, the, the, it's the, like you're talking to a computer, really. Exactly. Um, yeah. So in saying hi to some of the uh, some of our youth and and. Um, some who I know, some who I don't know, they were kind of apprehensive. They're like, okay, why is there an officer on my Zoom class, right? right. Um, but then others kind of um, opened it up and, and broke the ice by, you know, screaming, hey, Officer Derby. And, you know, so I, I think it was, it was, went better than expected for me. Um, but to see them behind a screen, it's just, and when you're, when she took them all off a of mute, or she, the teacher told them, um, said, you know, everybody can take yourself off and mute. Like you couldn't, you couldn't even, break out whose voice was whose because it yeah. was just one big volcano of <laughs> <laughs> and what grade was noise this? uh that was second grade did we do second grade yesterday at allendale second grade yeah second uh second grade yesterday we popped into two different classes yeah. um we had did a home visit prior to that um uh one of my community members that that uh, i've been talking with her for a while her family and so uh, a couple of the kids struggle yeah. So we stopped over there just to kind of give them a pep talk, you know, like a familiar face pep talk. And um, and we left it at, a, you know, I said, Caden, I said, we're, we're, we're going to stop over your class to make sure that you log on at 1245 because, you know, you're having issues with logging on. And this, he, he was more like a 20-year-old, you know, like the stuff that's coming out of his, his, his mouth. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, how do you even know half of that stuff, right? And he's talking about, like, I don't know, like frequency. And he's talking about, like... Um, the speed of the internet and it's choppy and so i'm like all right well you know let's i want to see you on there and i said well we're going to go to the school to make sure that you log on and he kind of i think he kind of he was taken back and he's like is he serious right and i'm like listen I, if you know if there's anything you know about me if i tell you i'm going to do something i'm going to do it so you know i'm going to be there so sure enough we went over there and we made sure he logged on and i think he had the uh-oh face but he was <laughs> he was on he was on so that was good you know and uh, mom messaged us afterwards and said you know, thanks. I, th I think he needed that a little bit, you know. So it's um, uh, bless the teachers for, for being able to do that. You know, yeah. I don't I haven't really personally talked to them. Um, yeah. You know, I know it, it, we all know a few teachers and, um, you know, I think their feelings. I think we all know their feelings on doing class through Zoom. But, you know, I think for the most part, they're making it work. And yeah. I think that's that's pretty cool. Well, hopefully they can get back to some normalcy uh, soon. Yeah, I think it was, uh, was it this morning's, uh, I listened to this morning's news, um, that uh, next month, is it sometime next month? Yeah, I think in Pittsfield, they're, they're thinking late October, um, some other surrounding school districts, maybe earlier in October. Because I had parents saying that they were going next Monday, and I'm like, I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. You know, so I think, you know, if you have any question in regards to your, you know, if you're a listener and, you, and your children in the public school system and you have some questions, you know, I, I would go to a reliable source and call the school, call the school, you know, you along with uh, hundreds of other people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, try to go to a reliable source or even ask teachers and, some, and be honest with you, some of the teachers don't even know. Yeah. You know, they're still in contract negotiations right. and, you know, trying to figure things out. But yeah. Gary, how is it with um, all of your little, your, uh, can we call them a tribe? Oh, they're yeah. like a tribe. We call it circus, but uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we have five at home right now that are doing uh, the remote learning. Yeah, and, uh, it was it was pretty uh, pretty tough there in the beginning. You know, I was uh, doing IT work for the city of Pittsfield and for my home. So, uh, but now, now, did you set them up with it? They all have like different desks. No, we uh, we we turned our uh, dining room into a big classroom, so they're all 
they all have their assigned spots. So they have like uh, I, I've been into some homes um, uh, where families have invited me in to just kind of see how they're doing things, and they have the big, uh, like cardboard trifolds and you know with their names on it, and but it allows them to. It's like horse blinders, right? You put right. them in, and they can't see what their siblings are doing, so it seems to work for them. Yeah, no, it, at, at our house, we just, you know, they're all just, it's all out in the open. And Have you had issues with, um, like, hot, the, like, uh, internet stuff? You know, like speed? And and if you, you know, as a, as a parent, they probably explain that to you, and just in case some of our listeners are having issues with, you know, their, their internet speed, right? So I think the schools offered some hot spots, yeah. is that... I don't know if they came in yet, though. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're, they're they do have you can sign them out like the Chromebooks. Huh. So is that was that free to the families? Do we know? I believe so. Okay. I, yeah, I believe the. But we don't know if they're. Uh, I don't know if they have them yet. Because I've been into a couple of families where there's six or seven kids. Yep. And they're just you know the, the kids are anxious, but they it keeps booting them off. So mom or dad will have to use um, their hotspot on their phone. Right. You know, thankfully they have unlimited service. You know, I've data. Some uh, some officers around the station with that. Same issue. It's just yeah, too many devices connected. Yeah, so they had to get some different. Well, I'm things. sure that was something that wasn't really uh, thought of, yeah. you know, prior to the to COVID, right? I mean, it's everybody had to boost their whatever you call that on the line, right? But yeah, our, our setup speeds. at home is working well. The uh, only issue was uh, my daughter. She does chorus, so she she <laughs> goes into her room for that class, so she doesn't have to sing for the boys. Ah. <laughs> Why the boys pick on her when she sings? No, no, she's just she just wanted to disrupt them. So, well, maybe we should get the boys a drum set. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't sign. Listen, you can music. listen for a circus. <laughs> we can have a band, the Mun Band. That's true. So the mundane band. There did, we go. Did you? Do they all have headphones? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they all have headphones. So, but their voices obviously have to, you know, they have to. Um, Kind of endure each other's voices. Yeah, we got the uh, the headset with the microphone, so it's not. Oh, okay. They, they don't have to talk loudly. Yeah. Actually, of course you did. Of course you got the. <laughs> it works out really well. <laughs> but I, I, you know, in just um, sampling some of the Zoom classes and watching some of the kids, and they don't really talk too too much. No, they, right? they don't talk a lot. A lot of times they just do a thumbs up and. Yeah. Well, and the teachers at the class that I was in yesterday, it's like instead of like telling everybody, okay, everybody, everybody mute their mics, she just does like a, a close of the hand thing, and they mute. They all know that they have to mute. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Oh. So that, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I guess I mean that's just their way of being able to control it. Did you ever think a, like a year ago this would be going down? No, no. There's a lot of things. Yeah. But I mean, could you see policing going that way though? No. 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 But what right. if, you, you know, I mean, I can visually see it. You know, you have like some sort of a, a neighbor dispute or something like that, right? And rather than sending an actual physical officer, I could see the future being that, you know, you'd have your phone and we'd have to like have a conversation with two parties on their phones. I'm having trouble with right? that. Right, visually. Well, I mean, it's just, <laughs> listen, I, there's a lot of things we didn't see coming that are, that are, that are coming yeah. or are already here. So, yeah, that's true. you know, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, we, we were trying to, think of things was uh great barrington i just saw that they had a therapy dog great barrington police yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna i gotta um give out their instagram page so it's uh k nine b e k o g b p d so i can't remember the uh 
What the heck's the dog's name here? Let's see. Not it is a uh, Biko. No, no, not Officer Donut. So Officer Biko, he is a Labrador, a, a little guy, and uh, recently uh, joined the department. Well, it looks like they've maybe back in August. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I, I, I see they've got a cane. Their first uh, Instagram post uh, back on August 7th was um, some lettering on one of their explorers, and then they slowly introduced. Um, so it looks like. Uh, the dog's first day of work was somewhere around August 8th. And uh, so you, you can go on to their Instagram page and follow them. I think they have about 1,000 followers. So we who's, can. Who's the handler? Uh, it is. I know. I should, have, I should have known this already. There it is, right? Uh, I don't know. They don't make it easy to find, guys. Uh, Come on. By the end of the show, where's your we'll, social we'll media? <laughs> where's your social media, guys? Come on, man. This is supposed to be easy to find, but we'll. Uh, but he's there and uh, looks like he's doing well. And I know that again, that's something that we talked to the chief about uh, previously. Yeah. Right about uh, possibly going in that direction or, or you know looking at um, getting one. Um, so I, I know that's not out of uh, topic, but you know that's something hopefully. Um, that a lot of departments can take advantage of down the road. Yeah, you know, mean, especially with the the mental health uh, crisis, you know, that the country's you know directly involved in right now. So it's you know, and uh, a lot of our calls are mental health related. Yeah, um, you know, we deal with a lot of PTSD, and those dogs, obviously, uh, comfort dogs, obviously help out in situations like that. So, well, uh, for listeners who may not be aware, we have had a couple of visits at our station from. Uh, a therapy dog who um, came from Greenfield, and Donut, um, yeah, Officer Donut, um, messy, messy. We were talking about that off the air. It's just I, I'm not a messy dog kind of guy, but man, that thing is. It's it's a, I think he's a cool dog. It's a big Saint Bernard, um, and uh, very like a gentle giant. But uh, really, it goes over well. The the couple of times I've seen the dog at the station. Um, you know, everybody kind of, you know, comes over and, you know, wants to, to say hello to a, a big, cute dog. They actually and have two, don't they? Or three? Greenfield? Do they now? I don't know. They have at least two St. Bernards because the uh, last time they came to the station, they brought a different St. Bernard. He had a different name, but... Uh, what? He was, uh, he was really well, I know there's another department out there that has, that has, somewhere near them, that has a, a therapy dog, but I didn't know they had two. I think they got two. Man. Two of them things. Oh my gosh! There was. Uh, I know he's that the dog has been out here for you know at, at one point, kind of an informal visit and introduction. And we had a critical incident where um, we called him out. Um, you know, the following day, and it's, and they uh, were quick to respond though. Oh yeah, and I think that was that that was important. So you know, and I'm sure that um, you know Great Barrington, along with many of the other uh, great law enforcement agencies that that are in the county. Um, that if there is something that happens in another jurisdiction, you know, especially within the county, they're gonna they're gonna flock right to it, anyways. Yeah. You know, especially with a, a therapy dog, because there's nothing that usually makes a human a uh, little more upbeat or turn the corner than it is, uh, you know, an animal. Yeah. Especially one that jumps up and licks your face like donut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slobbers all over you. Yeah. Ugh. I didn't have that happen, but I can't imagine that dog jumping up in my lap. No. Well, he came in and laid right on the. Uh, the sergeant's room floor. Yeah, and took up the whole floor. Yeah, the whole floor. <laughs> and you're trying to walk around like you're on tippy toes there. Yeah. 
All right. Um, what else? What else we got? We could talk about. Uh, so uh, probationer. I'm gonna just call you a probationer because that's I don't know. <laughs> I got to call you something. So probationer Benner, uh, he's been riding with me for now. Is this your second full second week? week? Second week. So this is his third phase. Third phase means that he is like like inches away from finishing field training um, from what seems to probably be like um, a forever moment, right? So you started <laughs> the academy. It's been a long when, when did you start the academy? What, what day? You, the you academy must know, right? was started February 10th. So February 10th, 2020. And you, you haven't even finished, and it's just like, oh, man, like, when is this going to end? And every day you're learning something new. Um, and I think the most frustrating part that we talked about uh, the other day, and we talk about every day, is, you know, the, the amount of uh, difference there is uh, from one FTO to another, right? So it's, and the importance of uh, having multiple FTOs is learning different techniques. Uh, some do things uh, uh, quicker. Some have more methodical uh, reasoning behind they do things. Um, so having that variety is, is super important, right? So it's going to only, not only mold new officers, but it's going to give them a perspective that, you know, that rather than just having one mindset and one person saying, Hey, this is how we do things. You can have two or three or four. Sometimes you even have five or six, uh, depending on the, the season, um, when people are on vacation. So it's, um, so this will be our second week. Um, and I think I have one more week with you and then. I'm I'm away, so you'll have a surprise probably every day, right? If not Officer Steinman, I think we're going to throw Officer Steinman in. Oh no, he he might be having somebody. So I believe he's got okay. one of the other probationers. Okay. Um, so how's the? So and you can be honest here. I don't I don't. I, it, listen, I know when you're fibbing, so you can just blurt out your feelings for the last two weeks that you've had to ride along with me. You can tell the listeners how it's been. I learn something new every day. It's uh, I like the aspects that we get to meet a lot of people um the difference between you and my other fto's is we do a lot of community caretaking we do a lot of interactions with various different people and i think that's very important to do builds relationships and your last shift was second shift right correct so did you start on days yes you started on days and who was your fto uh that would be officer hanolt so hanolt um, so Hanalt is kind of like a, a, a face person, right? He remembers a lot of faces. Yep. I don't know how he does it, but hey, you know what? I wished I had that. So he remembers faces. He remembers relationships, people, who's dating who. And, you know, especially if we're looking for somebody, he's like, oh, you know, uh, uh, they're driving. They might be driving this car. And um, that's something I've always been jealous of because I can't, I, c- I can never retain that, that much information. Um, and then you went to second shift, um, which is uh, probably... What, what do you think? Like a, a 60 to 80 degree turn from what the day shift does? You're I mean, dealing with different people, right? Very, very different, di- very different calls. I said they. I have heard there's argument which, which shift oh, is busier. Yep, but yep. well, we know to me, days, so. I I think that they're 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 both just as busy, but they're a different different kind of call. Right. So as, like. During the day, um, we might not deal with uh, intoxicated individuals until well, maybe about noonish, oneish, right? Either they're they're just getting up from a long night of drinking, or um, you know they're they're getting a late start. But um, you know that's when people are but people are starting to come out of their house, right? And especially during the daytime, you have a lot of people that work during the day. Um, so uh, the population that we're dealing with is not so much the workforce. Um, as it would be maybe on second shift when they get out of work um, or the weekends. Um, but, uh, yeah, second shift, is there's a lot more uh, arguments. 
uh, verbal altercations a lot of times uh, yeah, during absolutely. that. Um, where the day shift, you're dealing with um, probably more suspicious activities, um, uh, traffic issues, uh, complaints, right? Because there's a lot of tra mm -hmm. more traffic during the day than there is in the evening. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, uh, so it's been going well. Um, you're finding yourself laughing, hopefully, uh, every day that you're out with me because I don't let it, I usually don't let anything slip by. <laughs> like when you like and 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 for some of my uh, followers on social media, you you get the you get a giggle once in a while when I kind of put him out there just to let people know how how well he's doing or how well he's not doing, uh, like not stopping where he's supposed to be stopping at a stoplight. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, all, all in good fun. Uh, the job is uh, extremely. Uh, I shouldn't say extremely. Um, the job uh, it can get to you, right? So it's it's not one of those where you you're gonna find yourself laughing every single day, unless you find ways to make yourself laugh because it's which know, I think is is a very healthy thing to do. You should always find a reason to be laughing and find a reason to be happy, even in stressful situations. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just it it's not gonna do any. It doesn't do anyone any good. Just to, um, you know, continue, you know, if you go to a situation and it's very serious, sometimes you have to have that personality to, to lift up the, the, the situation in the room sometimes, right? And just get people to just, just to laugh maybe for a second. Absolutely. Um, so, um, you know, and like you said, you know, riding with me, you're, you're doing a little more community engagement uh, type stuff, uh, something that I've started to do maybe about six years ago. And again, it was after... Um, kind of having that stale career right like just it's the same stuff over and over and over and over and, and i just say hey you know what let me try this direction you know so it's um it's a different experience you know it's we're kind of like in your face yep right so if we see somebody on the sidewalk especially if you're with me you know you see somebody on the sidewalk what am i usually telling you to do pull over <laughs> we're gonna talk to them yeah pull over you know and um i try to make every opportunity and that's what you know is as somebody who's riding along with me and I'm your field trainer, that's what I'm trying to to get across from you, right? It's not that your other field, uh, uh, your uh, FTOs aren't doing what I'm doing. They're just teaching you something different, some a different part of the job, right? Some people, exactly. yep. you know, it, it's not, it's um, all of us have a different take on the job and all of us have different niches in this community. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that, that they threw you in with me kind of last minute. I saw an email and said, hey, by the way, guess who's coming with you next week? And I'm like, uh, okay, well, that just screwed up my plans, but okay, we'll make it work. And I, and I think we have made it work. You know, we've introduced you uh, to a lot of community members, to a lot of community organizations, uh, not only through uh, the interactions on our social media page, but they get to meet you in person, right? And that's, that's my goal is by the, the end of next week, uh, when, you're, when you're done with me, um, is to everybody's going to know your name type thing, right? And that's Absolutely. not a, and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. So. Yeah, I think my favorite day so far with you has been when we were out on Division Street with some oh, of the a couple days ago. Yeah, yep, some of the younger members of the community, and we were talking to them, and we were just hanging out, throwing a football with them. And I think yeah. that was, I think that builds a very good relationship with the police community. At yeah. a young age, yeah, absolutely, and and just in case people think that I'm like that, that I'm kind of like embellishing this. How did we go about getting there in the first place? They uh, 
so if I remember correctly, they messaged your yeah. so, so, Facebook. So, well, we, we, we have our, uh, um, there's an app. Some of the kids have an app, and they don't have cell phones, right? So they, as long as they have Wi-Fi, they can actually call you on this uh, uh, talk app or whatever it is. So they message me pretty much every day um, and just, hey, what are you doing right now? Can you come over? You know, do you have snacks? You know, like, I'm, and, and I'm on break uh, for another 15 minutes. Can you get here? And then we'll drive by, and they're not there, and I'll message them back and say, hey, you're not outside, and we'll leave. And they'll come back and be like, oh, man, you know, can you come back? Like, I just missed you. So you try, you know, obviously we can't do that every day, um, depending on call volume, but we, we sure as heck do try. Um, you might be the person that, that they're going to open up to. Um, and let you know something that's going on in the community, um, although that that is not something I ask them mm -hmm. for um, because that's not the expectation. So it's uh, it was good. Um, they got to know your name. Um, you know, I think you, you could see that they were a little apprehensive. Yeah, at first they yeah. they were kind of wary of me. They just see obviously they just see the uniform. They don't yeah. they don't see the name on the uniform, but. Once you start to really interact with them, they think of you as another human being, yep. which we, we all are. I mean, yep. So I, and, and that's um, you know one thing that that um, you know a lot of the, the followers and a lot of all the office other officers that I get that hey you know thanks for you know showing you uh, you know your, the new officer um, ways to interact with the community and um, I think what they a lot of them don't understand is that we do interact with the community a lot. You just don't see it. You know, and that that was part of my social whole, whole social media purpose was to let people know that, hey, listen, that whether it's the narrative that you think is taking place. And and again, we're not getting into politics, but, you know, the narrative that you think is is reality um, might be something a little different. And uh, we give people an opportunity and, you know, um, you know, I, I, people have said, you know, why do you interact? Why do you why do you record these interactions um, if they're supposed to be special? If there's because if I didn't if I didn't record some of these and, and show them to the world and show them to our community, would they, would they believe that they're not going on, right? I mean, so um, by doing that, I think, we're, you know, you're changing the world, right? You're changing their lives, uh, the kids' lives especially, uh, when they are at their most uh, impressionable period in their life and when they see a lot of stuff because, let's face it, right? Gary, kids are on social media like you wouldn't believe, right? I mean, I don't know how it is at your house, no, my kids don't use social media. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. I'm going to get you an award for that. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, unfortunately, um, I wasn't on uh, three quarters of these platforms, but knowing that they're on there, well, I, I think it's only appropriate that we're actually paying attention. We're seeing the trends that are coming out, and hopefully we can address that or just kind of steer them in a different direction, you know? So you want to take an early break? Sure. Can take an early break, Gary. Stand by for the weather. Stand, no, yes, right. So stand by for the weather. Again, you're listening to On Patrol with PPD on WTBR. The award-winning. Oh, oh man, you were you had to put that in there, didn't you? <laughs> WTBR radar weather for the Pittsfield area today: mostly sunny, isolated showers this morning. Highs in the upper 70s. Light and variable wind, becoming southwest around 5 miles per hour this afternoon. Chance of rain 20%. Tonight, mostly clear. Patchy fog after midnight. Lows in the lower 50s. South wind around 5 miles per hour. Saturday, mostly sunny. Patchy fog in the morning. 
highs in the mid-70s. South wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Weather forecasts for WTBRFM are provided by the National Weather Service. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Folks, unfortunately, drug use is a driving factor for a lot of crime taking place in our city. The most prevalent crime being theft. Please, take the extra time to ensure that your belongings are safe inside your vehicle. Do not leave anything of value in plain sight. Hide your belongings. Place them in your trunk or take anything of value out of the vehicle. Always keep your vehicle locked. Don't make it easy for them. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal Credit Union with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair, one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people they support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. PCTV and WTBR are committed to serving our community in this difficult time. We will bring you live coverage of press conferences and official statements from our government officials on PCTV CityLink Channel 1303, on the Pittsfield Community Television Facebook page, and on WTBR as they happen and as we are able to do so. Please stay tuned to our channels and our social media for updates on press conferences and other important information pertaining to the ongoing pandemic. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Better weather is around the corner. Expect an increase in the number of pedestrians on walkways, cyclists sharing our roads, and kids playing outside. It is imperative we all pay better attention while driving, walking, running, and cycling. So we need to do our part in keeping everyone safe by adhering to the rules of the road. Wear bright clothing if you are walking or running. If you are driving, please slow down and don't drive while distracted. Pay attention. Let's keep each other safe. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. We all have busy lives and we're in a hurry to get where we need to go. While driving, people are eating, drinking, talking, putting on makeup, doing their hair, checking social media, texting each other, all while the dog sits on their lap. The result is running red lights, stop signs, speeding, and finally crashing. Distracted driving is illegal. You can be ticketed or criminally charged. Please share the road and pay attention. Let's make sure everyone gets where they're going safely. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Are we done? <laughs> are we done? That, that's, uh, I don't have any more. We're talking about bringing fun into the job. Yeah, it's I, just like, okay, the, the fun isn't at my expense, I think though. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Gary's doing better. a good job of it. <laughs> I think we got to change those PSAs quick. Yeah. And I think you're the next voice. We, uh... We had that scheduled, and then we we did. Um, Sergeant Madalena was going to do a few, and we probably were going to grab you um, <sighs> back right around March, <laughs> yeah. and then um, almost a year later, it uh, everything kind of everything kind of fell apart. But well, we'll have to get in here and change those. I think they have like some they have some voice changers in here, so <laughs> we can make it sound like somebody else. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think that was it. He was on a roll. Oh <laughs> that was my good. gosh. Um, so the second half of the show, um, we're gonna we're gonna kind of dive in a little bit into Benner's past, um, past <laughs> employment, right? <laughs> right. Well, we're not gonna go into relationships. Don't worry. We don't have an ex girlfriend coming in the door and telling us all about your 
your personality and your love life. So, um, but we're we, just we're gonna find out on our own, right? That's here. right. <laughs> Matter of fact, if any of your ex girlfriends are listening, please call in, and and we'll put you live. That's right. Are you worried? I'm not worried. You're not okay. All right. Well, we'll see. But anyway, so um, so many of you don't know. Um, you were on the show. May, I think May? it was. Yeah, May. Was that on a break or something? Was that yeah, during we, uh, due to COVID-19, we had to take a break from the police academy because uh, we uh, couldn't be near each other anymore. And we didn't have any of the protective equipment set up yet. So uh, I came here for one of the weeks and did yeah. a show here. So, so uh, if you were listening to them and you're one of our faithful listeners, you probably remember that uh, Officer Benner was formerly uh, riding in an ambulance, right? So you were an EMT? Yep. Was that like a, what do you call that, a basic? Basic EMT, yeah. Is, was there a number after that? Sometimes there's numbers after that? No. Oh, I thought it was like an EMT 1 or 2 or something nope. like that. No, EMT basic. That must be just EMT like TV. Advanced, I see it on TV. So it mu- I, if you see it on TV, it must happen, right? So, right. Okay, uh, so. TV is 100% <laughs> accurate all the time. Just like CSI. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> enhanced. So, yes, enhanced. Yes, 100 times. So uh, how many years uh, were you on the ambulance? I was on the ambulance for four years here in Pittsfield. Here in Pittsfield. And... You know, I, I'm, I struggled the last two weeks knowing that you were on an ambulance, right? So you're on a bus for how many years? Four. Okay, just want to make sure. Four yeah. years. And there are st- still a lot of streets that he just doesn't know. And I'm like, okay, like you, you rode in a bus. Like you must have drove it and you must have had all of this, you know, information thrown at you and street names and stuff. But, you know, I, I, I think you kind of corrected me and you said you had like a you have like a little cheat thing. Yeah, we've got a GPS and a partner. Yeah, it's, so. You know, it's just, <laughs> it makes it much know, easier to uh, find anything. And, and <laughs> unfortunately for you, your your partner uh, during field training is not going to help you out. No, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are we going better? Ah, geez, I don't know. I said, well, you better find out quick. <laughs> so, um, so that that was. Um, so it, interesting that you that you came from the field of uh, EMS. What got you wanting to to jump ship? Well, I just I felt like there was it, all of the ambulance was reactive, and when you're only in a field where you're reacting to an emergency or reacting to somebody in crisis, then how much change can you actually accomplish? Mm-hmm. Whereas in the police field i feel like there's it's a lot more you can be a lot more proactive just meeting people and getting out into the community making yourself known and talking to people and the more you talk to people the more you get to know them and the more you get to know how their life is going and if you develop a good rapport like we've been doing over the past couple weeks then maybe they'll be able to reach out i mean and explain this is what's happening, and I just wanted to see what I can do to get help. And you can help them before something happens. I, I'm having a, like an emotional moment right now. I think he's. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing myself in this young man. It's just, isn't that the purpose of field training, right? To in, instill the the good things uh, in other officers. So that was well put. You know, I'm sure you said it only because i'm sitting here but that's all right so i think i said it back in back in may too uh, no, if I, I wasn't here correctly. we'll have to we'll have to we, we have that recording so we'll yeah, have to yeah, we have that we'll check yeah. in with, and then we'll check in with you in like five years and see how everything's going 
Um, so, uh, how long did it take you to get your EMT? Uh, it was about it was a little under six months. Okay. And uh, how old were you when you started that? Uh, I was 20. 20 years old. 20 years and you, old. And you already knew that, hey, you know what, the, the medical field, and let's face it, um, paramedics and EMTs, um, you know, we think that sometimes that we have like a, one of those jobs, but they have a job that it's just, I, I couldn't do it. And for one, the pay is not um, really the best. The pay could have been, definitely could have been better. Yeah. But I worked a lot. I worked as much overtime as I possibly could. I ended up buying a house at 22 working mm. just on the ambulance so wow yeah so just you, you can you put, can you do, can make money if you're willing to do you want to put in. out there who you worked for or you can keep that to yourself i worked for county ambulance okay. all right yeah. so uh county ambulance being one of our um private um but um local right locally established and owned uh, uh ambulance companies and uh wheelchair or chair car services and they i think they've grown but um they've been part of our community for a while and and uh you know, as much as we've seen a lot of EMTs and, and local uh, EMS providers come and go, um, I've always, like, uh, uh, the one person who I always remember from there is uh, Bert, right? Is it Bert? Um, the, the woman there. She worked Berta. at the hospital. Berta. Yeah. I always call her Bert, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, I started uh, at the hospital in two, 1998, I think I started at the hospital. And I've had a few jobs there. And that's when I got to know a lot of the, the EMS teams that were coming in. And to see them, some of them are still here today, um, which is, it's remarkable that they've made a, you know, that they've dedicated themselves and made a career out of it because, you know, um, it, one, the pay, right? I mean, it, if the pay is not good, I mean, you're obviously going to consider going somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. or, or choosing a different field. But for them to be able to stay into that field, right, and, and you know, and still, and and be able to walk away um, not wanting, not caring, hey, you know what, I'm not going to get rich off of this job. But at the same time, that's what they want to do. That's their passion, and that's their drive behind it. Um, why did you, or, or I think you already said that, right? So you, you switched over because you, you wanted to be more proactive than Correct, reactive, yeah. right? And is there anything in this job that you're finding um, that totally relates to the EMS side of things? Are you able to relate your training yeah, I I think uh, I mean we've gone to some I've gone to some calls where there's also a medical emergency there and just having that training in my past I I can help them a little bit better than if I had no knowledge whatsoever of the medical field I think. Yeah, I mean it's uh you know one thing especially for for police and you know if most are aware of this we kind of like do everything right um, and try to do it well until somebody that knows more than us arrives and um, the medical side of things is is one of those and i think you you kind of said something the other day that you know riding with me i don't think you've your other ftos and again not not saying anything awful about them they uh didn't listen to the fire side of the radio right the em em ems side of the radio and i think the first time you heard it you're like okay what, what is that noise i'm like yeah i i scan the radio and i think you were kind of Drop back a little bit, and you were like, "Wait a minute, why, why do you do that?" You know, because it wasn't something that one of your FTOs had had kind of showed you. Um, but I do, um, and I always have. I came from a small town, uh, Lanesboro, where I where I worked originally, so we always responded to medical calls. 
Um, so I, you know, I'm sure when you move on, that's probably something that you're going to end up doing is just listening because, you know, and like I explained to you, you know, it, we're all first responders and especially with yourself having that much more knowledge and, and level of care, uh, background that if you're nearby and you know, somebody can use your help, you obviously you're going to, you're going to put that to good use. Um, and you also get, uh, are you getting your 4% for that? Uh, I, are you working on I it? Do, I'm working on it. Okay. So, on so it. he let it lapse. I did. Yeah. Because you didn't think you were going to need it. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, we, we had that negotiated in our, in our patrolman's uh, contract there. So that's, uh, that's something that benefits us. And, and how many people we have going through that class right now? And I know with COVID, it kind of put a damper on a lot of things, right? I think there's it's like like ten or twelve. Ten or twelve that that officers, all right. So yeah. ten or twelve officers that are going towards getting their basic EMT. Yeah, yeah. That's it got sidetracked though that class. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, it was. We were right at the. the are you um, doing it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we were right at the. We actually had our practical scheduled, um, but due to COVID, it was canceled, and and we have not been able to uh, get it rescheduled yet, based on. You know the guidance from the state and and you know convening class. So is that that uh, is that still being held off? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was told the other day that maybe in the late fall. Okay. So did, did I'm in the process of studying for my written. Oh, you are. Yeah. So what comes first, the practical or the written, or they're both the same thing? Either. Oh, whatever one you want to take first. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we can. A couple of uh, probably half the classes has passed the written on the first try. I don't, I don't know of anybody that took the class or, or took the or sat for a written and, mm. and didn't pass. And then you know, there's me being the other half of the class that's still working on you know studying for the written. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people they probably think, okay, you know, just police, like right. So you're you're you first thing you think of police is like pretty much like enforcing enforcing the laws right and and bringing people to justice and arresting people but they don't think about the medical side of stuff right, right. so we're arriving um, whether it's somebody at an overdose or um, or uh, mental health uh, obviously that could be a huge uh, medical thing um, but being able to be first on the scene to a lot of things you know we, we just having that basic um, first or, or first aid uh, type of training certainly helps um, and it's always been pretty much a, a an ongoing thing where a lot of our officers have come in with uh, paramedics uh, or EMTs. Uh, yeah, so we've we've had quite a few over the years that have that certification, and and you know, like like Officer Benner, they've um, I know one in particular let it lapse, you know, <laughs> so it was kind of <laughs> trying to get it going again. But you know, just for the listeners to um, clarify. In the academy, all all police officers, all Pittsfield police officers are, are certified first responders. Um, so that's the first level of, of and that, that's medical. A, that's response. across the state too, I believe, right? Yeah, so across. All, so the so any any officer, um, and I don't know if if the reservists do they get the do they get. I think they do. I think they do. I yeah. think they do. So I, I think it would be safe to say, and I'm sure I'll be corrected, but. Um, if you're wearing a, a police uniform, you have that at least the minimal, the, the, right? Yeah, the, the, the ba- first responder. You're a first responder certified, and you know, and, you know, we go through um, CPR and first re- responder recertification annually, pretty much with with our in service. 
Mm. Um, Did, was there ever a time, I don't remember, uh, was there ever a time that the ambulance came out of the police station? Yes. Yeah. So that, that did happen. The so I did have that conversation with somebody. Okay, yeah, I just, I can't remember. This is way before my time. Yeah. But the, the, the police department did run the ambulance at one point. Yeah. See that? Before it. Um, <laughs> that, could be your, that could be your future right there, Benner. And I'm not sure if it, um, I'm not sure if it went to the fire department and, and then was privatized or if it just. I, I want to say it did. I thought, the, I thought the fire department had their. Had I, I feel like it did, but I, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. Know. We'd have to we'd have to ask one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> we should be receiving a text momentarily because <laughs> we know they're listening to their heroes. So, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so Come the uh, um, just for again for the listeners the the EMT um, the incentive that was. Um, you know, negotiated in, in one of our last contracts just, just to get it, it, it's the incentive for, for officers to, to have some more advanced knowledge of, um, you know, how to handle a medical situation should they come across it. Um, or are, you know, obviously we in many cases end up being there before um, the ambulance or the fire department. So uh, if we can. If we have some training where we can, you know, help that person out. Yeah, um, thankfully it doesn't happen too often. No, the our, our fire trucks are pretty darn quick. Yeah, but we're we, we're just to clarify too, we're not we're not carrying all the equipment that an EMT yeah. would carry. Yeah. Um, it's just it, it's so that we have that familiarity and, and yeah. we can kind of lowest level of care just to just to get on there and stabilize and. Yep. And uh, pray that they're right around the corner. <laughs> and they usually are. So thank you for that, gentlemen and ladies. Um, so uh, where do you see yourself going in five years? I'll put you on the spot. I'll still be right here, ideally. I'll be at the Pittsfield Police Department. I There's a lot of direction that I've been finding that you can go within the department uh, that I would love to explore. Basically any of those options, I mean... It's wild how much you can educate yourself and continue to train because there's so many different avenues in this police department. So I think, um, you know, uh, especially uh, Lieutenant Traversa, um, who's how many years you have on now? I'm in my 23rd year. 23rd? So I'll be approaching my 21st. Um, starting in, I started at the jail. So all that time thankfully carried over. Um, so. We don't have as many years left as <laughs> as you. Um, you know, you, you max out with thirty two years at fifty five, and you can you can jump out the door with eighty percent, which is which is nice. It's not the greatest, but it's nice. Um, you have a lot of years left. Yes, I do. And, and I can tell you, there there's probably been more change to this profession in the last I don't know, probably less than five years than there has. Oh yeah. And and the 15 years prior to it that that when we when we first started so um you know i i think a lot of change is good uh, a lot of change is needed um but you know you, you you're gonna see a lot of uh different techniques uh that we're gonna probably end up deploying uh in the future on how we actually do our job which is you know i'm excited to learn about that i'm excited the technology and um you know whatnot so um 
with those years ahead, you've got a long way. Long way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anything else? What can we dive into? We only have uh, hmm, 12 minutes left. What do you got, Gary? Nothing. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. You're telling that, Gary. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, how about the weekend? We have... Uh, we, we could pull up cultural pits. I know, um, I know the chief does. He does do that. So do why that you pull that occasion. up, um, you know, I, a uh, couple of people saw Operation Copsicle, uh, our Pittsfield Police Department's very owned uh, uh, ice cream truck. Um, so that was actually out a couple weeks ago. I think I took it. Um, we were able to, we were able to take it to um, Chalk Fest on do we have? It was a successful event, I think. We served probably uh, 60 ice creams, uh, all kinds of different stuff, So it's, which was kind of nice. Um, I am going to try to get that out, or the department is going to try to get that out, I should say, uh, hopefully another uh, few times before the, the cold actually comes in and makes us put it down for the winter. Yeah. Um, any word on Halloween, Gary? I don't believe it's happening. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I, um, I'm not sure where I read it. Okay. Um, but I, I don't... Hasn't... Has, I, don't, I don't think it's looking good for Halloween. Okay. I didn't, or, or I didn't, for trick-or-treat. Halloween's going to arrive. Well, it's going to... You know... We can't go back. We can't I, turn the... I clock. hope Halloween arrives. Oh, my gosh. I hope there is a 31st of October. <sighs> okay. But trick-or-treat. I know there's a, yeah. a lot of municipalities and a lot of communities that, um, you know, have... They're still they're still struggling, you know. So I know some communities over in New York State have canceled it totally, um, and then others not too far from them have said, "Listen, you know, just stay within your neighborhood and, and be safe." But yeah, I uh, man, what a bummer! What a bummer! Because I I enjoy taking the ice cream truck and and we dress it up, put all kinds of crazy stuff in there, and and just drive around. Just drive, yeah, I drive around playing spooky music. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What'd you find, so, Gary? So there's a there's a few things, um, you know, as I'm scrolling through here. Um, uh, Barrington Stage is streaming for 96 hours. Oh, that was yesterday. Never mind. This email's two <laughs> days old. Sorry. All right. All right. Autumn weekend at Hancock Shaker Village. It's this weekend? This weekend. Saturday and Sunday. Um, there's a lot going on at the Hancock Shaker Village. Um, get out there, see the animals. That's always cool. Um, and then just looking ahead to October, first Friday's art walks. Um, 5 to 8 p.m. Uh, Friday, October 2nd. That's coming up. Okay. Gary, so, anything... Um, smart did, Gary, right? Smart I did, Gary. Anything... I, I did read that... Uh, that's an insult to the... The other Gary. Well, <laughs> I didn't give you that. Even though there's no apple I think I, this year, I think Lennox is doing their own. Is it like a walk or something? Yeah, they're doing their own art Virtual, walk. yeah. Mm -hmm. Virtual, yeah, because our ice cream truck has, has gone down there in the past as well. It said um, that was canceled. Any, um, any cool updates at the PD? No. What? No, nothing going on. You know, we, uh, budgets were tight this year, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, understand, understand. No, uh, no new technology as of yet. Yeah. What about uh, uh, improvements? Any improvements that are going to help us patrolmen out? We are going to finish uh, 
hopefully uh, switching all the cars over to the Dell laptops, get rid of the patrol PCs. Which ones are those? The Who, uh, there's only a couple of cars that have yeah, those, right? There's five or, five or six left. Is there? Yeah. I don't like those, no? by the way. No. I don't like the single units. No. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> They're easier to work Listen, them. are they? Yeah. Well, as a field trainer sitting in the passenger seat, I can tell you that is the most uncomfortable place to be with a laptop. You rest your arm on it. No. No, 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 no. You ever seen, you ever seen a 200-pound gorilla try to get out of that passenger seat and have a laptop like stuck at like waist level no it does not work out that well no no we got to make some changes and uh we had our, our we have our, our the captain got his we have our first mopar of the department yeah. <laughs> that's right that's right so he has a durango if you haven't seen it out there yesterday and he actually put it to use yesterday and stopped somebody for excessive speed and I think they were shocked to see an unmarked Durango. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, how's the chief liking his uh, new uh, hybrid? He loves it. Right. So that's uh, pursuit rated, patrol rated, and have you got to drive it? Oh yeah. And yeah, how did you? I drove how, back when uh, when we picked it up. How did you like it? It was all right. It's different. You know, it takes some getting used to because it. Uh, you know, the battery, the motors take over compared to the engine, so it's... So is there a delay in acceleration? A little bit, but so you, you get used to it, and it becomes part of your, you know, your driving habits, and you get, you know, you don't even feel it anymore. Well, the new, uh, so the newer, the, our newer Ford Explorers for the last two years, <clears throat> they have that little bit of a, a time delay, right, and that electronic ignition, so you, you're sitting at a stoplight, or, you know, you're, you're going code two to a call, and you're approaching a stoplight, and you go to stop, and from the time you take your foot off the brake to the time you actually accelerate, it, there's a there's a significant to me a significant uh, time delay where there if you go back probably three or four years to those explorers there wasn't a delay, so that was for us that was some getting used to. So that'll be interesting to see um, uh, those start to roll out in patrol hopefully in the next couple of years. Are they more expensive? No, they're actually uh, but they're about the same price. Are they? Um, Except Lee, Lee just got one. Did they? Yeah. For, for their patrol? Yeah. We'll have to find out how they like it. Yeah. So the batteries are probably going to be the biggest pain. Yeah. Probably. Because they're probably not going to be cheap. We'll see. All right. Well, we have um, five minutes left. What are, we can bore our listeners with something that we know nothing about. <laughs> or we can say so long. <laughs> uh, we can listen to more some more uh, Derby PSAs. Uh No, no, let's not do that. <clears throat> let's not do that. I don't want any citizen complaints that they're listening to my voice more than they should have to. So, yeah, I'm not going to be the, the fall for that one. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not... I'm kind of racking my brain for, uh, you know, what, what what's going on at the PD that we can talk about. Um, nothing, you know... I, th I think for a lot of us, it was just basically getting through, you know, these last six months or so and, and you know, trying to maintain some kind of normalcy along with, um, you know, instituting a lot of the the things that we had to do different, you know, masks, social distancing and, and everything involved. You know, knock on wood, we, we have fared pretty well at the PD. I mean, we haven't um, had to endure uh you know other than a little bit of an uptick right off the bat um 
with uh, you know a couple of uh, people that were sick. They recovered quickly, and and mm. we uh, we uh, have. Yeah, you're, you're a numbers. Uh, you're, you you get those emails every day. I do, and you know, I I, I haven't really. I don't open them up anymore. Sorry, <laughs> I, um, but are are you seeing? Is it staying steady? That you're seeing? Um, yes, we. I, I think that uh, we've kind of dropped down a little bit. I would say the last few weeks there was. Let's see, we're we're late September. There was a little bit of uptick in August at one point. I think you know. Because we went a, f- a few days or weeks without anything. Yeah, I th- thought that was back in July. Might have been June, July. Then we had a you know an uptick. Went down a little bit. August a little bit. You know went up a little bit. And then we we've been trending down. And it's it's only you know a couple of cases in the city. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, I, I think some of the cases that we're on were on for a long time. So we haven't, it hasn't been like, you know, March and April where there was, yeah. you know. Every day it was every, just every day there was five, six more, five, six more, five, well, six more. Well, it wasn't more. that many, but there was something, you know, it seemed like every every day or two there was additions, mm-hmm. you know, like whether it was one or two or three. And I, I think at the high point we were, we had probably in the 40s the number of addresses that were caution addresses Hmm. and you know we basically we had that information um in our dispatch center so that if you know we we dispatch for police fire and ems so if there was um a call to one of the addresses that um was a caution address the, the the first responders would know that they needed to to mask up, you know, yep. put on whatever protective equipment. We were, we were at that point. We were, I think, wearing masks anyway to all calls, but just the the more protective, you know, N95 masks and whatnot. So, um, but anyways, that that number has trended down. I mean, there's there's less than less than five that you know on the list at this point. Good. So good, good, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're, we're ready to uh, to tie it. Just get the heck out of here, just right? Tie it. Yeah, just just tie it. Just tie it off Set so you off. can't. Yeah, just <laughs> cut the oxygen in here. Tie the balloon, right? <laughs> um, so thank you uh, again. It is Friday, September twenty fifth. Uh, just thirty seconds shy of ten a.m. Uh, we appreciate you listening as always. Uh, you can reach out to us on our Pittsville Police social media, uh, my officer Darren Derby social media, uh, the chief uh, wins uh, social media pages. And uh, as always, we appreciate you listening to WTBR 89.7 FM. And remember, be kind to everyone.